Welcome to the Breakout Podcast, where we talk anything and everything adulting as we break out into our new careers and lives across the country. Today, we're continuing our mini-series that we started last time, where we bring friends, colleagues, and other professionals to share their experience in their respective industries. Joining us is our former class president for a few years and our friend from back on campus, Mr. Aldine Jr. So welcome to the Breakout Podcast, Al. Hello, everyone. All right, so to kick us off, um, why don't you just introduce yourself, tell us a little about you, what you did back at High Point, and kind of how you met all of us. Okay, um, so my actual name is Norlander Aldin Vern Dean Jr. Um, I'd rather go by Aldin Jr. It's very catchy, in my opinion. Um, and I, like you mentioned in me, I went to High Point University, uh, studied sport management with a minor in nonprofit leadership. And um, I believe I met everyone in a different way. Uh, coming into High Point University, I had the goal of being class president. Um, I made that very known like the first day I stepped on campus. Um, and I lived in the best place freshman year, Blessing. Um, and also Alana Sullivan, she lived there. Um, and I kind of told her that I wanted, wanted to run for president. We had to keep it top secret back in the day. Um, you couldn't really tell anybody, but I told her. Um, and I let her know, and we kind of ran our campaigns together. Um, and we won. Um, I believe I met Emmy through um, similar ways. I believe her and another person was running together uh, and Amy was so excited to be in SGA at the time, and um, we, we all had different paths. And I believe I met Meg. Um, I didn't really meet her um, like in a personal way, but I met her at Andy's, uh, or on the way to Andy's. And uh, I finally had like a full conversation with her. I met her um, before, but not in like a sense, but the ice cream connection was key. So. And that if is you're so an on avid brand. listener, that is so on brand. That is that is so on brand. I was going to say I have no idea how we met, but I've known of you since freshman year of college. And I feel like we just have a lot of mutual friends. So I was interested on how you'd recall, but Andy's is on brand. Aldine, we met like what, first day of freshman year? Because we were Cassidy. We were in the same peer mentor group. <laughs> Emmy. Emmy, your peer mentor group's next. Uh, clearly, we all have our old peer mentor groups that we're back together with. I have no memory of anyone in my peer mentor group. My <laughs> peer mentor got fired, like, the first day. So it was a, it, ours, it was a fun time. Ours should have. Um, but, Al, I remember that we were, we were, like, rioting against our peer mentor at the point. And that's when you told me that you were running for class president. And we were like, all right, let's do this together. And I still remember our iconic photo of us with Nito that we used for our campaigning. Ugh. In that moment, we were, we were considered cheating or the favorites by everybody because we used a uh, picture of Dr. Cobain. But great strategy. We won. So. And then we all we all stuck with it for all four years. All four years, four years of service, you know. Alana and I may or may not have went to our um, favorite t-shirt place um, at High Point and gotten four years of service embroidered on our SGA stoles. Oh, 
I did too. I did as well. Alana let me know the location. I took it there. So. Yep. Perfect. Al ended up doing it too. Love that. Um, so we talked a little bit about what you studied in college, but Al, tell us how that brought to you to where you are now. Um, so, uh, my experience at High Point University was wild, I would say, in my studies. Um, I came in with the mindset of wanting to be a politician after leaving uh, High Point University. I was a, a double major in bio and political science, and I don't know what was going on with me because that, that's hard. Um, and then I dropped political science and I kept bio um until the end of fall semester so that was a change there and then i tried to discover religion but then i didn't want to accept it because i knew that what came with it it just it, it just was a lot um so then i found out about sport management and i was like well let me set up a meeting with dr luca so i went and talked to her i have a long like a lot of my family they're involved in the sports industry um, and she gave me like this whole story about sport management and I instantly fell in love with it. Uh, so uh, that's how I got to sport management. So I changed my major like four times within the span of one year. And then um, I had discovered my nonprofit leadership minor, I want to say my end of sophomore year, um, because I've always been in denial of wanting to actually go into ministry because um, I've been in it 18 years and I just didn't want to do it. <laughs> it was like my, my grandmother did it. My grandpa did it. My dad was involved. So I was like, ah, my mom was involved. I was like, ah, it's not for me. Um, but then my senior or junior and senior year, I was not comfortable in anything but ministry. And I'm like, I even support my, Alana, she begged me to come to SMA. And I never would go because I knew I would be uncomfortable because I knew where I was supposed to be. Um, so I finally discovered a church in High Point. I started the ministry there. Um, and then um, ministry's been smooth seven. So that's why I've came into Duke Divinity School now. Um, so here I am. How has grad school been? Uh, grad school is hard. I'm just gonna go, I'm gonna just say that. It has been um, different. Uh, Duke is Duke. Duke is actually like hard. <laughs> and I, I don't know what else to say. Like I just, uh, before class started, I had three papers due. And I'm like, okay, so I haven't really met my professor. I don't, I don't know what they like. I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> I mean, the, the, um, question posed to us was like one sentence and I'm, I'm, we have to do like five readings for each each class and I'm like gosh I never did this I know I, I ordered books one year an undergrad it has been quite the time I'm I, I'm on a, like a high right now because I just had came from a lecture and it was amazing so um even though it's hard I'm enjoying it um they have this motto here at Duke, Duke Divinity School that it's okay to get C's so it's kind of expected of us to not do so well like we did in undergrad. So, yeah. 
So, Al, obviously you're at Duke Divinity. Duke Divinity. Can you tell us a little bit more of like how long your program is and like what exactly you're studying and like what your end goal is? Okay. Um, so um, I'm going to go go from the the, the last question you asked me. Um, so my junior year of undergrad, I had went through COVID, um, had a horrible experience um, going into my junior year, and I launched my first business uh, known as Watch Got Work. And I never had to go to really start a business, but then as soon as I started it, it just was like, I had, I sold like a hundred sweatshirts and I'm like, okay, why is this happening? And if I really don't want to do it, <laughs> like I really didn't want to do it. It just was like, okay, here we go. Ministry. Um, but being at Duke Divinity School, I have the long-term goal of turning my business actually into a ministry after being at Duke Divinity School. Um, I am uh, in the three-year program, a Master's of Divinity Residential. Um, and uh, I have a focus uh, in Baptist studies. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to stay in Baptist studies or if I want to look somewhere else. It really depends on what um, God leads me to. Uh, the whole discussion with denominations, you know, we, we can go deep into that, but I'm trying to just wait to see what God has to say. Um, but I can give the classes I'm in uh, right now. I'm in Old Testament studies. I'm in ordained leadership. Um, I am in, what else am I in? I should know this. Um, religion, race, and politics. And it's one more in church history. Um, by far, I love uh, religion, race, and politics. It's amazing. And then um, Old Testament, the best professor ever. Um, it's amazing. So, yep. That's awesome. So what's the, um, obviously we're used to being undergrads on a college campus and Duke has a lot of graduate programs. So it's normal for grad students to be you know, involved in campus, but what's the Duke campus like? Do you live on campus, live somewhere else in, in the area? Okay. Um, Duke's campus is very different than High Point University. Um, it's very diverse. And then it's like, my classmates are like either, they're like 60 years old, 40, 50. 20. And like it's it's a mixture and it's like wow this is more than just you know people my age like these people are like with a lot of wisdom and like thank you my grandparents <laughs> so um that is amazing um at high point university we always discuss parking as a huge issue let me tell you duke university is way worse than high point university so um uh, we were very privileged at High Point University of parking, so that's amazing. But the food at Duke University is, woo! <laughs> it is amazing. They have so many options, and it, they try to represent every single uh, area of life that we have on campus. This is like everywhere. You go into, they call it either the Woo or Boarhead, and it's like 10 or 15 places you can go eat in there, and I go there all the time, and it's great people. So, yeah. Al, we're going to have to go there when we get lunch next week. I'm going to come to campus. We're going to go over there. Um, but 
We were talking about it before we got on here, uh, but Al's going to be camping out for his season tickets uh, coming up here. But Al and I are huge Duke basketball fans. So, Al, how is it to be on campus and be a student at Duke now, like, in general, and just kind of immersing yourself in, like, that culture? Because we obviously talked about the food and all the people on campus, but, like, you're going to school at a great school with some great sports and some ACC matchups. We'll be heading down your way pretty soon for football, but really excited about everything for you. Um, to say the least, I cannot believe that I'm going to do <laughs> um, every day. Um, I get off the bus to head to class. I'm just so grateful because I definitely want to, I always wanted to go here, but I didn't think it was possible. Um, and I'm a huge Duke basketball fan. Um, I'm the ultimate <laughs> uh, Duke basketball fan. And uh, I'm excited to camp out. It's always been something like on TV um, and I'm going to do it. It's actually happening September 23rd through the 25th. We don't have to camp out a long time like undergrads. So I'm extremely excited for that. Um, I'm trying to get used to football. I know an undergrad, I complained that we didn't have football, but now that we have football, I don't go. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out because um, I'm not used to football, but I'm going to try to go to football games. Um, and I want to try to get involved in the tennis area. Uh, I love tennis now and also pickleball. So I'm trying to figure that out also. Uh, so yeah. Um, I haven't really discovered campus a lot because I live off of campus. Um, they have these apartments called Lancaster Commons, which is like five minutes from campus. Um, they have like a five minute bus or six minute bus rotation. It's so nice, holiday tours, you know, those buses are amazing. They have amazing air conditioning, <laughs> it's hot. Um, so it picks us up right outside, takes us, we come back and forth, it's amazing. So who's the bigger Duke basketball fan, you or Alana? Definitely me. I th here's <laughs> the thing. We used to watch – Al is more animated than I am. And Emmy and Meg are definitely real confused about this because I did cry on my floor for three and a half hours when we lost to UNC. Al was at that game. Um, but uh, Al and I used to get noise complaints freshman year when we would watch Duke games together. Us and Gianna. Gianna would be over there, too, with us, and we would get noise complaints every single time. But it was also because of Becca. It's, Meg was it's like, amazing. I need to leave. Right. Because yeah. that one was that was when you came back to visit, right, Meg? Yes. That was insane. And then we and then we had Straya and her friend group all talking about who were we playing at the time? I think it was um who was Wasn't it, it Kansas? No. Or no, that was, was well, it was eventually Kansas. Then Kansas thing. Yes. Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh right? yeah. Oh. Playing Arkansas. I believe so. Yes, I believe I so. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was Texas Tech. It was Texas Tech. Oh, so. yeah. Boo. Yeah. We have them this week in football. So, boo Texas Tech in general. Boo Texas Tech. Yeah. Well, Al, that leads me to ask the question on what was the application process like um, for grad school? So, um, 
Duke Divinity School is actually like a, it's a huge program here at Duke and it's top three in the nation. I'm like, wow, I go to the top, <laughs> you know, top three, you know, the school is amazing. Um, and I had looked at so many seminaries, VCU, um, another one in New York. I could not live in New York. So Emmy, I applaud you for that. Uh, and then I finally found Duke. I was like, wow, this is a great opportunity. Um, so I looked up Duke Divinity School. Um, I found the application and um, I talked, they had, we had to do a, a prompt that talked about, uh, uh, what, what was it? I believe it had, it had to do something about uh, understanding your call. It's like last year, I should remember this. I got accepted, like, okay. Um, and why you should attend Duke Divinity or why you should, should, should attend Divinity School. Um, and essentially I had to talk about uh, my process of losing both my grandmother and my father within like a year and a half span. Um, and talked about when I was very young, uh, there's a picture of me when I was like three years old uh, and I was preaching and things like that. And um, how I had the opportunity in ministry and going to Duke Divinity School will, will give me the knowledge to continue in ministry. So that's a little bit of the application process. It was a long time for me. I was so nervous. I didn't know what to do um, because I knew that I didn't want to go into the job industry. Sports is so competitive. Uh, so I didn't want to do that. I wanted to go to grad school. So I was like, you know what? I'm applying to Duke and I'm going to Duke and that's it. And I woke up like every single morning after I applied and said, I'm going to Duke. I'm going to do. And I told everybody I was going to do before I got accepted. So I was like, you know what? I got to go to do it because I'd have told everybody now. <laughs> now so, uh, yeah. I think one of the things you were known for most on campus was your wardrobe. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to talk <laughs> about your wardrobe in a second. Okay. Okay. Al, Al's favorite color is purple, which Absolutely. obviously purple. Look, I'm wearing purple right now. I don't know if you can see it, but I have it like on my polo symbol. But yeah. Al's wardrobe changed from all purple to all blue in oh, like yeah. a day. He showed so, up to the SGA meeting that night with a completely blue suit, including yeah. blue shoes. Yeah. <laughs> like how many pairs of different color shoes do you own, Al? Oh, boy. So, so Al. Grad school, do you guys have a dress code like for Duke Divinity? Like, do you guys have to wear specific things? Cause like, I know you, I know you show up in a blue suit or a purple suit every single day if you could or would, but what's it like for grad school classes? And obviously you talked a little bit about kind of the diversity and ages in your class. So how is that going? So, um, surprisingly, I have not dressed up one time at Duke Divinity School. And I am so shocked. Uh, the most I've dressed up with, with the polos and khakis today. Um, we've been in school two weeks now. Um, but yeah, uh, I love to dress up. Uh, for me, the, the number one thing is like accountability because I feel like I have to do something if I'm dressed up. <laughs> and also there's a standard. Um, and that was my passion. I just, I, I was buying suits after suits after suits. I'll tell you, I got like, I have like 10 suits in my closet right now and like 20 at home. So it's ridiculous. And um, I love to dress up. And then if I'm gonna get the shirt that's purple, I gotta get purple shoes. 
And if I get the blue shirt, I gotta get blue shoes. If I get a red shirt, I gotta get, I gotta get red shoes. Um, so um, I'm trying to really feel that out. I'm trying to discover a new style um, because I know it was it was interesting at High Point. It's very different at High Point, uh, but I'm trying to discover something new. Um, then surprisingly, we do not have a dress code because I was expecting for us to have to dress up every day. You know, we're going to be future leaders of the church, pastors, ministers. Um, and um, so I've been kind of on the laid back side. Uh, I think I'm going to start dressing up. Though, I love to do so. Um, and But you do see the older generation dress up more because they come here like on an assignment, essentially. Like they're sent here from like different ministries or um, they're already in the roles, so yeah. But Al, leaving us off, um, do you have a piece of advice for our listeners who are interested in grad school or even interested in divinity school at some point? Mm -hmm. um, I really can't speak to my experience. I've been here two and a half, or two and a half weeks, second week of class. Um, I would definitely say if you want to go, go. Um, an undergrad, I went through a process of not wanting to accept who I am because I felt like if I did the opposite, I'd be more popular. Um, but I found that, and I'm sorry, I'm going to go biblical here. Um, I found that my blessings came from being obedient. Um, so um, if you know you want to go to graduate school, no matter if it's divinity school or another school, then do so. Um, I'm going to go all the way through. I, I have about three more I want to achieve. So I got to get my MDiv, I want to get my doctorate, and I'm going to come back and get a master's in uh, sport management. So I'm going to be in school a little bit. Uh, I definitely suggest for you, if you want to go to school, just keep going. Don't stop um, unless you're just passionate about school. I'm surprised that I'm not passionate about school at all. So I'm surprised I'm even doing graduate school. <laughs> uh, so um, that's my advice. If you want to do it, if you go to divinity school, please pick the right divinity school, which is Duke Divinity School. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, you, you hear kind of sometimes that they want to change your perspective, like perspective about the Bible, but that's not it at all. Um, it's about getting interpretation and learning more. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Al, so much for joining us. We love talking with you. And it's awesome that you and Alana get a little reunion coming up soon, too. But thank you again for joining us today and tune into the rest of our podcast as we tackle breaking out of your college bubble, breaking into your industry and more, including continuing our mini series with more guests coming up. Follow us on Instagram at The Breakout Podcast and TikTok at The Breakout Podcast. Thanks for listening.